team, another episode of Journey with Michael and Ryan. Hope you're having a fantastic week. We have. It's been amazing. Mm. And we've got a, a delightful episode. An absolutely delightful episode. We're going to be talking about the Breathe, Elevate, Transform retreat uh, that we just finished in the weekend. Yeah. And it may seem a little mundane just off, off the... The, the first instance, but what we're going to do is we're actually going to talk about the processes that we took uh, these 10 amazing people through. Uh, we're going to talk about the other facilitators and their magic that they brought, and we're going to just pull the threads apart of the changes and things that we noticed and, and have had you know feedback from all of our amazing people that came. Totally, man. So we had 10 epic humans that were along for the ride for the pro, uh, well, for the retreat, sorry. Um, yeah, and it, w- it was powerful. It was a powerful group of gr- group of people, and we spoke about it at the end. And like for me, my biggest takeaway from the retreat was that community aspect. Yeah, like having and seeing everyone um, connect with like-minded people that they'd never seen before, and actually cool- build friendships and bonds, and really leave the retreat knowing that they're not really alone on the journey. You know, when we always put things together it always attracts the right people always and you know we we do a lot in the background to ensure that we're making this available to as many people as possible and the right people always drop in and like what would you say about the 10 people they were just 10 you know everyday people you know they just showed up and they wanted or there was a little knowing in them that they wanted to see life in a different way or however they got there was their divine journey to get them there and doing it in luxury doing in the beautiful spot that we did it uh with amazing food and just seamlessly run because we put the time and the effort behind the scenes to make it run that way and there's 10 people that walked out of their change well you know 12 because you and me as well you know just walked out of their different walked out of their changed and two days spent with us and the other facilitators you're gonna you're gonna have some shifts there's gonna be some shifts <laughs> there's gonna be some shifts and and not forced at all like everyone was willing every single person that was there was willing and it was really cool because half of the people that were there had previously come through the state change program so they knew who we were they knew how we facilitated there was a few people that were family so knew who we were but hadn't actually gone through the programs Mm -hmm. before but same thing wanting change Um, and then there was a couple people that had just come for the retreat you know we we did that amazing giveaway Mm. uh, where we had someone nominate someone that was deserving um and we had a beautiful person that was chosen um from that and then she had one of her amazing friends come along so they were really it was like their first introduction to beta um and they received it so well like that's 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 really is a cool thing you know it is a cool thing and so when we were putting this together so i mean we've run retreats ourselves before or you know we, we run lots and lots of workshops but this is the first beta incepted retreat that you know was running along our, our company branding and, and everything that we put together and so it was really important for us to to get this right you know it was really important for us to bring it back to our values constantly we're there to facilitate people to help enhance their life and that was the forefront of what we did and then everything else came after that yeah mm. yeah. yeah that's it man and like we, I suppose we had one, like an intention behind it, and it was reintroduction. We spoke about it 
few days before the retreat, you know, as we do, like we just pull threads and, and it happens. We do mm. all the moving parts and then we'll like sit down beforehand and be like, okay, cool. What's the intention of this? Yep. We've pulled all these different things together. Um, we've created this retreat in a, in a specific way, but when we actually communicate to people, like what is the intention? And the intention was reintroduction. Mm. So we reintroduce themselves to themselves through human design. We reintroduce people to their nervous system you know through the facilitator that we had come along talking about stress mitigation and management we in, reintroduce themselves to to fitness and and a different more holistic way of looking at movement um we reintroduce them through different shadow work tools and then mm. there's obviously the power of rebirthing yeah and which, uh, is, which is actually a reintroduction <laughs> <itself>. <laughs> Yeah, that's like digging in the garden and, and finding what the bones come up from there. Totally. It's um, like the... Okay, well, let's just jump in. So it was a Friday night, Saturday night. Everybody got there at about 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. We put on a few little nibbles and things like that. Let everybody gather for a little while. Uh, and the spot that we did, um, so it was in a place called Murawai, and the actual place was called Kula, had a beautiful name. Um, but it just overlooked looking out west of New Zealand and so you're right on the cliff top and you had all this beautiful ocean view and so on the first night we had the fire going out on the grass and after everybody kind of gathered we got everybody sitting around the front of the fire and we did a little introduction why is everybody there one word because it's it's really when we're getting people to share it's about trying to get the main topic of what it is that they're feeling and trying to minimize that into one word or one sentence you know that makes you think about not all the fluff that's around it but like what is the actual heart of what i'm trying to say is how i'm feeling and things like that so we did the introduction one word how you're feeling and then we basically dropped them straight into it straight in. straight in yeah yeah and so we did what was called a um, burning of the lies so we, uh, this is a, a, a task where they get, they do some beta breath, you know, beforehand we ask them some questions about the lies that they believe to be themselves. Now, for some people, it's their truth, but it's only the truth of who they think they are. And so when we went through, and this is lies, you know, and f to give you a little taste of what the the questions were it's like what are the lies I tell myself about money what are the lies I tell myself about relationships with people family etc what are the lies I tell myself about me you know and and so what we're doing is we're starting to really just pluck just move them out of their their mind cavity or move them out of their their mask or just their everyday and and just go okay well let's just start here what do you think who you are and we got them to write it all down and then we got them to share and that was a bit of a a shock for some of them for sure. yeah even one of them she was like well if you told me what we we're going to share yeah. you should have told us after we're like no like, no no she goes that was very nasty that you didn't tell us <laughs> that you were going to make us share I, I wouldn't have i wouldn't have been so honest yeah and we're like perfect that's it you know yeah. we, we it's not like we want to trick you but we want to drop you into a space where you feel comfortable enough sharing because for a lot of people to be vulnerable in everyday life is challenging yeah and and it comes in the a lot of the a lot of the work that is done is is being witnessed by others because okay. that's that's a lot of our shadow is being judged by being human or being who you know ourselves in front of others uh, and that's where we minimize ourselves make our voice smaller uh, or we take our own voice away don't be heard don't be seen you know all that sort of stuff you know we've talked about that a lot 
And so we got them to get up and, and read it in front of the fire, which was really nice. And you held them in front of the fire. I went and stood behind and kind of held that ground there. And and they just dropped into it. They shared it. And there was some emotion starting to come through. And then once they really started to, once they finished that, then we got them to screw up the paper and say their name and say no more fucking lies and throw that paper into the fire and burn that way to the heavens. Mm, totally. Yeah, and it was beautiful. It was a, it was a, a perfect introduction because it was like, introducing themselves to their shadow introducing mm. themselves to the stories they have around um their relationship to certain things so it was like a good place for us to start because it got us to know them but yeah. most importantly it, it got them to know themselves and so it was really good because you could see the different levels that that people were at um when it came to their own own self and own journey um their ability to drop into vulner- vulnerability as well um, and you could sort of see the person that people that had done more work on themselves. Mm. You could see the people that were really just starting off the off the journey. Yep. Um, yeah, but it, it was beautiful. It was beautiful to allow them that space straight off the bat to just be like, "No, this is what we're here for." Yeah. This is what we're here for. And what it, what I think really worked well that was something that was just totally unplanned, but it was actually because the just as they started, the sun was was almost set, and then by the time they're actually in it, it was actually quite dark, and you had to go get some candles so they could write. But I think that really helped and allowed them to kind of drop in because it wasn't you know so in your face light and bright and so they could kind of hide a little bit whilst they were being vulnerable and i think that really added to the flavor and it yeah, kind of helped sure. it and had that fire in the back of it just it was super sexy as well like the ambiance. it was lovely you know it was a beautiful summer's day it was so nice uh and then so that was that's uh, the definition of that task you know burning the lies um and when you're starting to get people to start going into themselves i mean your breath and all these other things are great but sometimes it's just starting to pick at what you know to believe you know what is it and actually getting it out of the mind and i like to use the example um for when you're writing and doing things like that and pulling it out of yourself it's you know the 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 mind only has so much capacity to do things within itself you know like so the example i use is i you know you can do two plus two in your head pretty easily but if i ask you to do you know 2400 times 182 you know it's like, well, if I gave you a pen and paper, you can work it out, but you can't necessarily work it out in your head. And so this is what writing does. This is what pulling things out. This is why journaling is a great tool. And, and so all of the things that we were getting to do there at the mind level, we were getting to write it down. Totally. Yeah. And then they can see it. They can acknowledge it. They can see it on a piece of paper and, mm. and, and really see the, how nasty you can be to yourself. Mm. You know, the lies that you tell yourself, the stories, the scripts the the relationships we we have with others and and most importantly ourselves it's like putting it on a piece of paper seeing it and being like fuck man like shit's pretty heavy yeah well because that becomes your reality so like that just becomes your normal mm-hmm. and so this is this is what we're all carrying around with us mm-hmm. is our normal state of mind our normal state of being and most of us it's a negative you know and negative is heavy you know, and that's what's been passed on and we carry it around and we have glimpses of joy and, and things like that and you know we can work on bringing more joy into our life but it's not only until we actually just kind of like pop our heads over the side of the bed and actually look under the bed and see that the monster is just a mirror of us looking back at us sure. and that's the thing that we're all afraid of and that's essentially what they're burning that's exactly the what they're they burning about who they are yeah so yeah beautiful way to, to start it um beautiful way to just drop people ground in to drop in um and just sort of show them what the weekend's going to be all about yep 
and basically what we're going to get we're giving you a 101 lesson here if you want to go start a retreat here it is <laughs> you know like it's a, <laughs> here it is here's how it's done exactly right um and so that was really nice and and that was a you know a beautiful entry point into into the, what the was an incredible weekend and after that you know i mean everyone had their own room although let's pull it back when everybody got there what was really cool was a little game that we got to do because the place was so vast you know there was people was there was you know a bedroom that was out in its own little you know hut outside hut and i'd say luxury hut um and then there was a whole bunch of um luxury bedrooms in the main dwelling and then over in the Sharla temple upstairs there was a couple of bedrooms so what we did is uh we put the names of the people of what rooms they were staying in and so when they first got there we welcomed them gave them a hug and said all right there's a little game we're going to get you guys to walk around the whole place and find your room with your name on it and so it, a it helped pique their curiosity oh what's going on b it helped them kind of create the lay of the land without being shown and they were like oh okay i've got to work this out and so they're already starting to do things for themselves and uh and they got to know where everything was explore the place mm. yeah so that was uh that was night one essentially and then we you know everyone chatted got to know each other a little bit more people went off the bed um, and then we woke up the next morning, 7 a.m., um, and we had Rich Hackney come, um, who is a brother of ours, and he is what, a holistic movement coach, and he guided everyone through his um, holistic hit session. Yep. And it was really interesting because, you know, we, we gave an introduction to everyone, we gave them a handout for what the weekend was going to be all about, and people were, like, intimidated by the fact that they were going to be doing, like, in quotation marks, like a hit class. They thought they were going to be, you know, sweaty. We were going to put them through their paces, all of that. But the the beauty of the way in which Rich facilitates, like he's looking at everything holistically. So you leave a session energized, but you don't necessarily put yourself through a grind. Mm. It's like a combination of 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 breath, of um, mobility, of body weight. Um, and then also like stretching and warming yep. down and connecting with the body afterwards. Yeah. What I really like about Rich as well is he he's teaching and training for how you're going to be in 10 years time, in mm. 20 years time, in 30 years time. It's like do those exercises daily now that you want to be doing when you're 60 and 70. Totally. And it was a, a big takeaway for me from that. And the man embodies what he lives and talks about. The, you know, he's 48 and he's, you know, in better shape than most 20-year-olds. You know, like it's, it's, and he has seven kids. <laughs> you know, like he's just, he, he is the epitome of a man. You know, like I have so much respect for him and just his attitude to life. And he's done the work and he's chosen fatherhood and he's chosen um union with his beautiful partner nikki and for him to come and still facilitate how he does and you know look and feel and have the attitude that he does like this is this is why the people that we get to choose to work with us is so important that we choose properly because uh with with it's authenticity you know you're not getting someone who's overweight trying to teach you things about movement strategies it's like no these people live what they teach and with that becomes more resonance and it becomes a more energetic connection and so yeah that first morning had everybody out in the grass and doing breath work doing movement and stretching and uh and this just a pitch blue, bright blue sky it was just amazing and um even even one of the uh, attendees she uh she was 
had a bit of an accident the night before, you know, and she was kind of sitting down and, and waiting it out. And she ended up just getting up and, and doing it as well and did her pace. So it was it was amazing. So yeah, Rich couldn't couldn't speak more highly of him uh, in the world that he lives and, you know, got his back and his family's back, you know, for life, you know. For sure. For sure. He's, uh, the yeah, as you say, the epitome of a man and someone that we look up to and even someone that me and Van look up to, uh, within his relationship with his partner as well and that, yeah. and that dynamic and you know the way in which he shows up as a man having seven kids and still having and making time for himself is powerful so he literally had a kid two weeks ago so yeah so let's put let's go <laughs> he's got six daughters yeah, yeah and then they had their last child two weeks ago and then the last kid before that was a year ago totally. <laughs> but you see the 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 the, the, the calm and the adaptability and the flexibility of, of their one-year-old soul is just like, it's just a reflection of who they are. Yeah. You know, the way in which they parent, you know, because they, they don't, they don't... Change their life. Yeah, they don't change their life. They yeah. don't create a bubble around it. And yeah. Like, now that I have a child, I can't do these things. Yeah. Like, they brought soul to your party, you know? Or to, to, to my fight. fight yeah. You know? And there's like at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, you know, they turned up just before, but they were there for the fight. The baby was there, just sat there. It did its thing. You know, they've had, we've, they um, brought baby soul to our wedding reception. Yeah, they just and, put little earmuffs on it. Yeah, and it's just doing its thing, and it's the most peaceful, calm, adaptive baby. Yeah. You never hear it cry. Yeah, because it's just put into these situations, so children adapt. And so for me, it's like a beautiful reflection of one the way in which you showed a man, and and just the possibility of parenting. Yeah, for sure. You know, and as well, like there's been a bit of there's these, these communities around here you know and and they've had to go through a little bit of a little bit of grief just from an idiot just putting things out into the into the into the ether you know and just in the which way that he's handling that and just being like you're a fucking muppet i'm just going to continue with my life because like i'm a rock and you're irrelevant <laughs> you are absolutely irrelevant you know just go on your narcissistic ways uh totally. see you later but um and this is why even even in the life, the busy life that him and Nikki have, he still finds time for himself to, even if it's 20 minutes doing this session. And so bringing him in to, like, I even love this. So my sister was on the retreat and um, she woke up late on the first one, just obviously wants rest. She's got four kids, you know, like busy as fuck. They own a company and they're doing amazing things, her and her husband. And, uh, and she comes down and, I was like, oh, how did you enjoy your sleep? You know, because we didn't make anybody do anything. They wanted to rest, rest, you know, like it's all good. And I was like, oh, did you enjoy your sleep? She's like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I've got four kids. I'm like, Rich has seven. <laughs> and she shut up, you know, like it was funny. Like it wasn't giving a shit or anything. And then, uh, so like, it's amazing having a role model like that, yeah. you know, to be like, like, fuck. Yeah. Right, okay, cool. it, it's, show up. For sure. It's like your excuses are irrelevant. Because we have this guy here who like should have every excuse in the world and does not and still gets to turn up here two days in a row after having a baby for two weeks, you know, um, to come in and facilitate and support all of all of our, our, our lovely guests. Um, and so there's there was so much more in the depth of what he was offering people than, than just the movement as well. It was the, the philosophy behind it as well. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Looking at longevity, not just looking at, at weight loss or physique or appearance, you know. That well, comes. Something he said that really stuck with me is it's not what you can do for your body, it's what you can do to bring into your body. Yeah, for sure. You know, he's like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym and, and put on 
big muscle and lose weight. It's like, no, I want to do this to my body because I want to help my digestion system so I can poo better and I can feel cleanser and, yeah. you know, it's so I can be walking with my kids and grandkids in 20 years' time. And, totally. you know, um, so that was, it was a beautiful philosophy and it's, it's something that I need and want to embody in my life more because, yeah, I still have like quite a, um, I still have quite a, what do you say? I still have quite like a mindset of like, oh, I've got to go so I can, you know, look away and and instead of and i'm moving through that it's more about feeling and things like that but you know um yeah it's good beautiful and then uh straight from there we moved everyone into the ice baths and it was beautiful because the ice baths like distracted people from from all the other challenging work we were actually going yeah, to yeah, yeah. do because everyone was like absolutely terrified of it well the ones that hadn't really experienced it or had challenges with it before um it distracted them because they were like fuck i don't want to do this ice bath but so they're not thinking about the breathwork session that they've got in the <laughs> afternoon um or you know the the group um psychology session that they had with shana in the morning yeah they're like oh, manage them in that way physically you know to make them do something hard mm. you know and to not even force them still it's a choice if you want to do it do it if you don't then don't but we're going to challenge you to do it. Yep. Um, and it's beautiful to see the like evolution, even just over the two days of getting people to do it. Like so much resistance on the first day. Second day, they're like, okay, cool. I see the benefit of it. You've educated me on why and, and what I'm going to feel afterwards. So more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? More receptive to it. Yeah. And it was a cold ice bath. It was, cold it ice was bath. three degrees. Three degrees. It's colder than, than, than Poland Arctic you know ice lake or it's probably on par it's on par um and there was a sauna there as well so they got to do the sauna too so you know do the do the treatment do the therapy um but you got to facilitate that it was nice because i wasn't getting all the breakfast and things ready um but yeah i could hear everyone when when i was in there getting it all sorted and you know there's a couple of people screaming and yelling and but still getting in there and getting it done because there's so many health benefits for it there's there's so many psychological benefits for it uh it's we live in a, in a world of cotton wool and comfort. So pulling yourself into hard things helps you gain more control of your nervous system so you, you know, are less reactive and more responsive in life. Totally. And you're making a decision that your mind doesn't want you to do. For sure. You're stepping into it. And it's not going to kill you. No. As much as people think it is. No. You're actually going to come out there more alive than ever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was a beautiful thing beautiful challenge um, beautiful distraction as we said um, yeah and I, I it, was, it was fun to facilitate that for people because even on the second day like we had people going in together the people that were struggling or the people that were finding it easy or found it easy or had a relationship with it beforehand were actually like okay cool like there's enough space for two of us in here yeah. I'll, I'll get in there with you just to support you through it dope so it was beautiful it was amazing mm. And then, uh, then down to breakfast, and we got it fully catered, you know, like by a, a lovely professional caterer. They just dropping the food off, and all we had to do was organise it. So the the food was on point too. So everyone's getting well nourished in every uh, in every facet of their being. Um, and there were just really nice times for everybody to sit down, break some bread, talk, and you know, outside of doing the different tasks and different you know workshops and things we'd set up we just allow people just to go and nap and rest because we know that that's a big part of most people's lives. They don't relax and they don't rest and they don't receive. Like, 
what was really interesting for me was just watching people unable to receive and really having to constantly come up and be like, oh, can I help with that? Can I help with that? And you and I were just like, no. Like we weren't, it's not like we were mean about it. We're like, no, we, this no, is- we got it. Just like place it up on the table. Like, you know, <laughs> go sit down, relax, read a book, do whatever. Like we'll do the dishes. You don't need to, you don't need to wipe down the bench. It's all good. Give me the cloth. Yeah. Like just, you're not here to work. Like just receive. Yeah. Like we, we, we got you. Yeah. We got you. Don't worry. Yeah. So even outside of the workshops, there were still like little mini ways of being that was that was challenging for some people totally. you know and and i loved it because it was just so many threads running through the days of different angles and things like that and you and i are very good at being able to individually help people through their different journeys and things as well and you know um so that was that was fun to watch yeah you know, i love playing those games you know because it's it's there to help people yeah <laughs> it's helping them see you know and then even some of them are sharing they're like yeah my people please are still there yeah, like totally. yeah <laughs> and in the end it's just like it was so strong and they were like making cups of tea like that then they would like find a spot they're like okay everyone want a cup of tea and i was like yeah i'll take a cup of tea you know like it's all good or make some sleep that's fine yeah. you know because yeah I'm, I'm i'm whacked so i'll receive now <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah totally totally end of the day I'm zonked, let's do it. Yeah, it was beautiful. And then, uh, yeah, then they just had a couple of hours to rest, relax. Um, and then we had Shanna Collins come in. She's a genius. She's a genius. Yeah. She is the projector genius. Uh, a dear, dear sister of ours and love her dearly. She brought her genius of human design, of identification, uh, self-identification, what it means, what your designs mean, how that is relevant for you showing up in the world, um, how to see your conditioning, how to start deconditioning so you can live a lot more alignment through your design. And yeah, it was it was more of a like an educational session, but she made it super fun and had lots of different tasks. And what was really epic is that, that we were involved. So we helped ground everyone and we did a, a bit of a beta breath and just a, a grounding meditation just to start and then she, she starts she opened it with I want you to introduce yourself but you can't use any identifications you can't use your name what you do where you're from and then she just went there and there was like lots of questions well how do I do that so how do I do that you know and yeah, it was, it was really cool just to see that people had to think about who am I without my label? Without an identity. <laughs> yeah. without, without the identity that I've been given and I use uh, to make it comfortable, you know, to make, make myself feel, you know, in quotation marks, known. Because it's like, you know, when you first introduce yourself to, to people, you say your name, you say what you do, and you say where you're from. You know, that's the, the three key points that you make sure people know so that they know who you are. They can get an understanding of who you are as well, you know, because if someone says they're this, then you create like a little bit of a story and an identity in your mind about how they how their personality may be. Um, but when you strip that back and you just explain and, and if people were given the opportunity to like drop into like, okay, cool, who am I under that veil? Who am I under that identification, you know? What are my passions? What do I enjoy? How do I like showing up in the world? Mm. It was like beautiful to watch people drop into that. Let's do it. Well, what's that? Let's do it. Do it now? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go, you bro. Go yeah, you go. All right, cool. Mm. Ooh. 
this was even the way I did it last time. Allowing myself to like actually drop into the space. Yep. I am a leader, a leader in my own way. I am a creator of spaces, a creator of new things. I have a passion for curation, whether it is spaces or new things. I enjoy the busyness of life and allowing myself to have multiple things moving at once. It's like it's like a like a gyro. So when things are moving, I can feel everything in life and the experience of life moving around me. Um, and for me, that's joy. Mm. Beautiful. A little paint a little picture of Rai Guy. That's it. I create unique pathways of things that haven't been done before or things that have been done but in my own unique way. I show up as authentic as possible in every moment but I don't always get it right. I am loud but I am also quiet. I recharge on my own and I can get peopled out but I also need people. I have a big heart and I only ever want the best from everyone. I love deeply, so I'm actually a little scared of it because it can and possibly hurt me. I seek joy because joy to me creates happiness. There's a lot of things that I want to be more of. I want to be more joyful, more helpful, more happy. But I am also very, very happy in who I am and the man I am today. I will be your biggest advocate. And I will drive you to do and be what you say you want. I love my family. I love my chosen family. My circle is close, it is small, but it is very tight. I'm a champion for authenticity. I'm difficult, I'm challenging, but in that there is gold. I... I have anxiousness most times but it's only because I'm constantly seeking the new into the unknown and I love doing hard shit but I need a lot of rest not a lot of people understand me but that's okay I'm getting better at it and I know I bounce and detract people just from me being me but I'm getting better and better at making peace with that Mm. Beautiful. So that is it. The introduction without the introduction. Um, and it was beautiful because, it, as you say, like it allowed people to drop in, um, gave people uh, a different way of thinking about themselves. 
and to just the ability to like drop into who they are in the moment as well so yeah. it's a beautiful beautiful way and then they actually went into the introduction through through the identification as well yep. um, because it's important to know these two a- aspects of the self one for you to know how to identify yourself without an identity and then two for people to actually know who you are to own your identity you know because that's your chosen self mm. um yeah so it, it was beautiful i sat there for for quite a lot of of, of her um facilitation although it was in the background just you know static photos being there present with people um and it was it was beautiful to to see the information received by others but actually in a really challenging way because it was a new framework that nearly everyone in that group bar one had actually been introduced to before and for them to actually realize it was a truth it it was like the conversations that were had afterwards individually when we were able to to go deeper into their design and you know where their authority is from where their um, numerology and numbers <coughs> come from and you know their, their life purpose and things like that um, for, the, for it to actually land and for it to like click for them so it was like the, the facilitation was like a download and then the integration happened afterwards as we were having lunch and communicating yeah. and throughout the weekend um, from the human design aspect another, another key aspect that Shannon went into was actually around communication Yep. You know, what are our communication styles? How do we communicate in relationships? How do we communicate in work? How do we actually communicate differently um, in different situations and with different people? You know, what are the masks that we wear in work that we don't wear in home? Or how come it's so easy for us to be compassionate at work? Because we have to. Yep. But then when it comes to home, we can be a little bit more reactive, not so responsive. Mm. Um, so it was, it was cool to watch um, those conversations have and people talk about the challenges that they have in relationships and and um, and really understand some valuable tools that they can take back to actually start working on their communication skills with people around them. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then also communicating through their design as well. Mm. You know, understanding who they are understanding who the people are around them and then even just having the empathy of knowing and understanding that different people are going to be um, more equipped for different situations essentially based off their design what was really cool about that is we had two couples there too which was great and so it was it was fun watching them like have a couple of ah ahas of like oh yeah this makes sense and oh this makes sense and every task that we got to do and the facilities got to do they they took away something as well it wasn't just like yeah here's the experience here's a learning all right thanks for coming there were things there was you know air quote homework i guess that they could go away and practice and and do it so they could actually make the implement uh implements in their life um so the communication aspect is was huge you know it's huge for everyone you know it's one of the greatest aspects of a relationship you know knowing your positives and knowing your flaws in communication is, is going to support yourself and the people around you because even if you're bad at communicating an aspect and you still struggle with it like if you let people around you know that that's challenging for you to do then you can actually create a space where it isn't so challenging you know it can be really hard for some people there's actually a conversation i had with some at the retreat like it can be really hard in a relationship to be able to communicate in the moment of conflict yeah you know or someone might be able to be more patient with someone else and actually give them time to extract but that's hard when you're actually butting heads so i spoke about something that me and my partner do is like we actually 
once a month we'll sit down and, and talk about the relationship like what's going well what's not going well what do you need support in um, what do you maybe need less support in what's changed you know what are you seeing in me what am I seeing in you so you're actually creating an opportunity in an environment to be vulnerable mm. so you don't constantly have to be in that space you can create the space for it yeah it's beautiful mm. and that is just such a lesson yeah and like we do the same thing here you know I'm not the best uh, communicator at times uh, about myself or what I'm going through or you know like I just go inward it's just my it's just my safe place but you know, like it's the more you get supported in it, the better you get at it, you know, because you've got the more the ability to practice it. And it's like everything. It's called a practice for a reason. <laughs> you know, and if it's, if, it's, if it's a weaker part of your design, then it's something you, that's, it's, it's an important role for you to be heard and seen out into the world. Then, yeah, practice is practice. Well, I mean, you have a look into the human design and if you, if, if, if you don't have energy throw, flowing through your throat chakra, then it's always going to be challenging to communicate. And then you can actually see it visually on a piece of paper. Mm. Like, okay, cool. This is all my different energy centers. This is where and how energy flows. There's not a lot going in there. Okay, what can I actually do to support that? Yep. Or if you're a non-sacral being like me, you can just be conditioned up the wazoo. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So Shanna, again, just an absolute genius in what she does. And she's literally like... I get a message from her every other day. Oh, I'm like downloading and learning into this. She'll just like download things. She's a walking sponge of information of things that she loves and, and she'll just regurgitate that out into the world uh, in the way of teachings and lessons. Yeah, she's going to be, she's going to be like, she, I mean, she's wise now, but I could, you know, she's just going to be one of those wise seeing women who just walks the earth and people will just come to her and she'll just, say a few things and it will just change people <laughs> that, that, that is her as a projector right? Yeah, yeah totally she just needs to be invited that's all <laughs> she just needs us to create the opportunities for her to come in and, and shoot her stuff so we'll keep doing that for you so that was a that was a nice sentiment because what that was really good too is obviously we started with the, the burning of the lies and then you know into the cold bath so people are starting to move into some hard stuff really starting to see yourself your identities, your communication, and start pulling that thread of this is my design. I'm starting to understand a little bit more. And then that was really nice to step into the afternoon activity, which was uh, a personal law, which we've done on here, and uh, a rebirth. Yeah, and it was powerful, really set the scene. Um, and the personal law was that, was as, we, as we've said before, it's like an introduction to, or another introduction to the shadow aspect and the relationship that we have with ourselves. Mm. You know, what are the laws, what are the stories, what are the scripts that we tell ourselves? And it's always a beautiful thing to bring up um, right before a rebirth because it really brings the subconscious into the conscious and then allowing yourself to move through that throughout the, the breathwork. So in a nutshell, basically, again, it's breathe, we ask you a question, write it down. These seven questions are about the stories that you tell yourself, the stories that roll around in your mind. You know, 90% of our thoughts are the same as the day before, and 80% of those are negative. And so, you know, you, you create your reality based off your continual thoughts. We are that powerful. So it's just actually just breaking that state and just going, oh, you know, it is, it's always emotional for some people because... The things that some people tell themselves, they would never even say to their worst enemy. And yet that's rolling around in their head. It's been given to them from their upbringing or it's been created through, uh, you know, conditionings or experiences throughout their life. And, you know, geez, I mean, if you got bullied enough as a kid, you're going to have those stories rolling around and carry them through into an adulthood of I am this and I am that. 
Um, that's why they're still eating disorders into adulthood and all these different things. Um, and so it's a really epic way to, as Ryan just said, just drop into the self to see and look in the mirror. And then we lay you down and get you to breathe it through. <laughs> what we do best, baby. Yeah. And breathing powerful as as you say, like half of the people that had been guided through a breathwork session before, most of them with us, all of them with us, really. all of them, um, and half of them hadn't. So it, it was beautiful to to just like you you can see the depths when people know the breath, they allow themselves to drop in a little a little bit deeper when it's their first introduction to to it. It does take a little bit of time for them to warm up into it and really trust the experience because you know as as, as we say, it's like it's 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 such a powerful experience. It's hard to really explain to people what's going to happen, what their experience is going to be. One because it's always different, and two because it's just something that's so far beyond anything they've ever experienced before. That how do you how do you explain that? You, you can't. You just can't. There was a lot of takeaways from us as well uh, about the actual, well, for me, uh, about the actual breath. Um, because through our teachings and our trainings, like the, the breath's a certain style and, and it's a certain way to, to fast track you through your own shit, basically. And when you're constantly doing that month in and week in and week out, you know, over the course of nine, 12 months, years, whatever it is, you forget when you're facilitating people who've never ever done it before that the lung capacity is a little bit smaller and they don't need as much to go into what because they're so chocked up so it's not a lot to move in there and and so the last the last breath week we did with uh the end of the state change program and then this one here we were like ah oh, great like i love that spot where we're still always learning ourselves through experience dancing in the moment and, and just reading the situation and reading the energy or well, the collective energy of the room right mm. Um, so it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was some powerful releases, um, some beautifully soft releases. Like yep. sometimes for me, it's like just seeing that single tear roll down someone's face. You know that that's a deep release. Yep. Where it's just that single tear because you know when was the last time people truly allowed themselves to cry, or, or even cry what there's been you know avoiding or holding within the body. Totally. You know, like that's the actual physical release of something that's been in their body for a while and maybe they don't have the comfortability within themselves to be kicking and screaming and yelling and you know yep. um having that aspect of it to, but to breathe to that point where where the body has that release and then you feel the body decompress it's always both always and on on the sharing at the end you know like give us your, your highlight and everyone's like the rebirth the rebirth the rebirth it's, it's always going to be that way because it's so fucking profound and different from anything that you experience because and you can't really describe it until you do it 100 man and that's our dharma like our dharma is to bring the breath to the mainstream that and is. make it as appetizing as possible yep you know and and we sat down afterwards and we were like man we've we're doing what we say we're doing yeah we did yeah yeah we're really doing what we say we're doing we're not fluffing it up or making it some deeply spiritual experience yep. it's just like nah we all got shit and we all deserve the opportunity to breathe through it. exactly right exactly right yeah it was a beautiful reflection at the end there of the, exactly that and that will stay with me because it's nice to have that little self-inquiry of yeah we're doing what we say we're doing we're on our path as fucking challenging and as hard as it is the obstacle is the way you like doing hard shit? 
I do. I just, I just need some rest in between, man. <laughs> yeah, totally. So yeah, I mean, we 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 speak about rebirthing on here probably probably every other episode, you know. So you know, you know, you know. Yeah, that's it. Um, so after that, obviously, you know, that's that's the big one, and we just. Um, had a beautiful dinner. We turned the tables around and, and got everybody to sit at the table together, broke some bread. And for me, that was actually one of the most, my own personal joyous moments of the whole of the whole uh, weekend was just everybody sitting there. There was smiling, there was laughing, there was conversations. There was just, everything was free flowing and the food was amazing. And we were just in this most beautiful house overlooking this view. And I just was like, this is, this is it. Yeah. And so everybody jumped into the spa, got into the saunas. There was being cards being read. There was sleep getting dished out. It was just all the things. It was it was so amazing. Some people just went straight to bed because they wanted to sleep more, and uh, it was it was great. It was a lovely, lovely night. Perfect. Yeah. And then Sunday morning, wake up and it's just rainy and yeah. it's fog everywhere, and so. It was, oh, I was like, oh, this is cool. This is a change. Like it's, you know, <laughs> you even said something. You're like, well, at least the weather changed because people wouldn't want to leave. Because <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. the day, the Saturday was just like 27 degrees. Everyone's sitting outside, laying on the grass, sunbathing, soaking it in. Yep. It was epic. Oh, yeah. It was perfect. And then Sunday, what was it? it was rainy. A little moody. You know, everyone, you always wake up a little extra moody after a big rebirth, and oh, you're like washy, like a like a snow globe's been shaken up. And okay. so it's like Mother Nature heard that, and it's like, well, I'm going to just make you feel a little shaken up in the physical. So Rich turned up again, did his holistic wondrous session, um, did it inside, though. Uh, you and I joined in, actually. That was really nice. So we did that, and then uh, breakfast. And then we got into the um, into the day there. Totally. And then we had uh, Christy. Christy came along, and she's a new facilitator that we've been working through. But she was a perfect fit, realistically. Yeah. Um, she did a two-hour workshop on rewiring for resilience. So this was all about understanding the nervous system, understanding neuroscience, and using and utilizing um, you know, science-based tools to be able to integrate into your everyday life to actually reduce your stress response. Yep. And that's important because everyone that we're working through has a job, has kids, has stresses, are told to do all these things that sort of sound all this, you know, woo-woo, yep. or, you know, the way in which it's delivered, it's, it's not digestible or approachable or um, implementable. Um, but the way in which she explained it was, was effortless. It was... Um, received really really well well by the group and um, the tools that she guided them them through were just uh, yeah she gave them a blueprint to be able to implement little things throughout your day you know just two or three minutes here or there throughout mm. your day um, to be able to reduce cortisol levels to help rewire your nervous system and change your relationship with stress and her story was really cool I really enjoyed hearing her story I love people who facilitate based on you know, because it's how we do it based off our own experiences. It's like your story, your life story created who you are now. Um, and you didn't fall victim to it, but you used the the tragedy of it to shift and turn. So you alchemized it. And then, and then now you've learned, it forced you to learn another way of being to heal yourself. And now you've created that and you're healing others in the world. So she, yeah, she was a, a corporate I think she was in advertising, I think she said, you know, just work, work, in her early 20s, work, 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 you know, like got total burnout, then she broke her back and then they basically bought a couch in for her and she kept working and just didn't look and basically 
was like kaputs, you know, and so, you know, then she was like, okay, well, got back surgery, that still didn't work, and then it's like, well, if I didn't get the surgery and that's not working, are they going to force me to do another one? God, there's got to be another way. Um, and that forced her to look out and look into mindfulness and look into energetics of her nervous system, and, and this is what she's packaged up, and she's a highly successful uh, obviously facilitator and goes around and she's more into the corporate world which I love because that's uh, it's influencing the influences yeah yeah exactly and, and obviously they'll relate to her she's a great speaker great presenter uh, and yeah I really really enjoyed her work and and the simplicity of how she's created it too you know it's like mindfulness in a in a, in a well-packaged nutshell one of the coolest things that I took away from it is actually coloring yeah coloring was great coloring in. yeah like mindful coloring um, five minutes of mindful coloring um, a day for eight weeks has been shown to reduce cortisol levels and your cortisol response by like 30 percent five minutes that's it five minutes five minutes of coloring and like she said the difference is is like non-objective coloring you're not coloring to finish something <laughs> you're coloring merely for the for the sake of coloring yeah you know so she she had like some mandalas and people were you know spent five minutes coloring and everything like that and it's cool because you could actually feel the energy of the room just like settle down as people were going through the experience yeah so yeah she was amazing and again great follow-up so she gave us some tools to send to all our, our participants and they've got all that and um so one of the cool things actually before we go into one of the cool things was one of the one of the ladies that was there she was actually a principal from the school and just intuitive intuitive intuitively within herself whenever a challenging kid used to come to her office she would get them to sit down and color mm. and she would she said that she was actually sort of ostracized for that like why would you reward the kids with coloring if they're coming to you with a problem and she was like i don't know like it's just something that i do because it calms them down mm. and um now she's like okay cool i actually realized that them coming in and coloring is actually helping rewire their nervous system, helping lower cortisol. It's like she now has a reason behind why she does this very simple thing. Yeah. You know, so she can go back to all these other teachers and be like, I'm the principal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just give them permission to people to, to do their thing. Totally. So it's really cool. It's like one of those moments I'm like, oh, that's dope. Mm. Even when uh, we were doing our finish ups and things, you know, we're getting to write down and then someone would finish their writing and then I'd move into the colouring and they'd go back into the colouring and they would, uh, you know, go into that space. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that was that was beautiful. Yeah, um, Christy nailed it realistically coming, coming from that perspective and, and just like really adding uh, a new piece to the, the retreat puzzle. Yeah, yeah, no, she was amazing. And if you listen to this, thank you so much. Uh, really, really beautiful offering and we'll, we'll certainly be working together again. Yeah, love that. And then to wrap up all of this, we, uh, we obviously went and had some lunch and then brought everyone back in and we took them through a little little blueprint create, creation, creativity, a little blueprint creativity, creation, I'm losing my words. Uh, so we got them to create a little, a little task of what they're going to do, what actions they're going to take uh, for the next, what does their three month version of themselves look like if they take these actions leaving from here um the reason we do this or did this is because a lot of the retreats courses workshops whatever uh that i've done that we've done amazing experiences like amazing experiences and when you're in this 
bubble of creation that you've got no other outside influence on you. You're like, yeah, I'm going to be doing this and this and this. And as soon as you get in that car and you get into traffic again, then you get home and then you're like, oh God, I got to think about tomorrow. I look at my calendar and it's like instantly back to old self again. So we really wanted to nail that they felt, smelled, see, taste what that three month version of them, because three months, it may not seem far, but it's, it's far enough for you to be, it's not too far away, so why do it? And it's not too close that they're still not in the afterglow of what the, uh, of the weekend was. So we got them to go through a, a meditation, actually. You, you took them through a meditation um, to really drop into the space of what that three month version of them looks like, implementing everything they've learned this weekend. And it was beautiful because, yeah, as you say, like see, taste, touch, smell, um, really experience how they want to show up in the world, the actions that they're going to taste, what what it looks like, so that their nervous system has an idea. You know, mm. it's a very Doctor Joe thing to do. Yep. Um, to 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 feel the future in the present. Yep. And we also asked them questions. You know, we got them to do the breath, go through the questions. They did a lot of writing this time, but they all did it really well what barriers are you going to come across? So we actually got them to name what they know will be coming up. And it might be a partner. It might be your kids or it might be your job. Like whatever it was, isn't there's, there's no right or wrong here, but it's like, you know what barriers are in your life. You know yourself the best out of everyone. So we got them to name that. And then we got them to go into, well, what would it look like if you didn't do these things? So now what we're doing is we're bringing them back to the old vision themselves that they obviously wanted to change. Uh, and then we obviously moved into the space of, okay, cool, what five actions, what main actions are you going to be taking now that you can tick off when you leave this place so you can do it? Then how are you going to make yourself accountable? You know, Who are you going to hire, bring in? What are you going to do? And so there was actual actionable steps for them to be ticking off and moving through and hold themselves to an account or get others. or you know. And again, it's in that community building that we're wanting to do or we are doing for them to be able to lean on each other as well. And then we finished up with probably an unexpected exercise from them when we were going through this, and that was actually getting them to write a letter to their three-month version of themselves. Write a letter to yourself. Could be, and, and that could be interpreted in so many ways because it, it could be account, accountability letter, a letter celebrating and congratulating yourself for the things that you've achieved. Um, or for the people that may have known that they were going to slip off a little bit. It could have been an out accountability letter that was giving them a bit of a kick up the ass, like mm-hmm. saying, hey, look, you said you were going to do this. Why are you not? Um, so it was beautiful to see, um, yeah, people drop into that space and, and you could feel the energy of, of the things that people had written when we picked them up. Yeah, so they've they've written it. We're not re- No one else has read it except them. We're not reading it. Um, they just, you know folded it in half, wrote their name and address on the top, and they've given it to us. Uh, so we've got them in our office, actually. And so at some point over the next three months, they will be delivered this letter from themselves that will just give them a nice little whatever it is that they needed to tell themselves at some point, and uh, it'll help them kind of move into that. So ipso facto, all of this, why we're sharing this today is because it's it's a real journey. It's a real journey. We hit it from all avenues, there was the depth of the somatic releases of the breath work. There was the mind understanding. There was the shadow work within the stories. There was the accountability. There was the 
the blueprint and the actionable goals and tasks you're going to do leaving from here then there's the follow-up accountability from yourself from past self to future self and that's in the ether now uh, and all while getting nourished getting rest doing some hard shit and uh and just connecting with other people well-rounded um and yeah we both left there feeling accomplished feeling like we'd um you know created a space for for change to happen yep um it was dope and the feedback we got instantly was was amazing and the feedback that we're still getting is amazing as well yep you know like seven out of the ten people that were there were willing to do a do a like a testimonial video um, yeah to share their experience um, which you know is always powerful when someone's willing to jump on camera and, and talk about the experience yep. you know that there, there was impact there. Yep. yep especially when it's that type of experience that you go out into the real you go out back into your world into your life and you start talking about this to people who haven't done it they just you know there'd be very few people that are like oh yeah that's cool you know they'd just be like oh okay like go you i don't know what you're talking about though so so yeah that was that was impactful man so you know there'll be many more there'll be one coming up towards the end of this year again we'll, we'll do another one uh and everything else in between but it's just growing you know it's, everything's just growing long and steady baby that's it that's Pull it us in the hair, right? <laughs> at the same time simultaneously it's a half tortoise half hair hybrid it's, a- <laughs> it's like the hair's like got the front legs and it's like sprinting and the tortoise has got the back legs and he's just getting dragged and then sometimes he flips them around it's like no hair it's my turn to lead and it's just slow and arduous well that's it that's it yeah it's been beautiful man it was beautiful it was beautiful to just go through it and and it's um yeah it ran fluidly there was no real missteps there was nothing that would really change um yeah it was beautiful beautiful experience to hold preparation the prepared soul the prepared mind equals the prepared action so thank you guys for listening to that like as we say like community is huge it's the ruler of everything we do here at beta realistically um so we're just trying to build a community and see what happens that's it so give us a share share it up build the community online build the community through our our listeners and it's always growing and you know we'll always be here each week although you've only got a couple more before you take off and go on a little holiday Maybe yeah, depending on the on the on the dates, but yeah, you'll be uh, you'll be off in Brazil. Brazil, go and sing your other other new side of your family. Cha cha cha. It's good, man. No, it's good. All right, team, we love you. Thank you for listening as always, and you'll hear from us again next week.